0: Good afternoon, evening. How y'all doing? It's two dope teachers and a mic. We are back here on a Wednesday, International Women's Day. International we are Women's here. Day. We are here. So happy International Women's Day to very you. Very good. Very good. Awesome. So we are back. Um, so just a quick programming note. Um, we've got some strange things happening with our schedules right now. Um, I'm coaching middle school soccer, yeah. so that means we can't record some days. And then Mon- Mondays don't work for some other reason. Mondays season. have become... And then Tuesday, Thursday is impossible. So here we are on a Wednesday after professional development. Yay! All hyped up <laughs> after Staff after meetings, development. Feeling good about yeah. what we are doing in our practice today. Um and uh, so, we're here to talk a little bit about digital natives. Yeah. So, we'll be talking a little bit about what's your cell phone policy. We'll be talking a little bit about what it is to teach in this uh, 21st century. You know, I had to remind myself it's the 21st century. Yeah. I, don't you always catch I'm yourself? I'm teaching doing my it? AP World History class, and I'm kind of like, and now in the 20th what, century, and the kids oh, are like, it hasn't been the 20th century since <laughs> like a really long time. You're 17 years off. Yeah, exactly. So dating ourselves. Uh, But what it means uh, to be living in this digital world and and implications in our classes. um, But first, uh, let's go over our expectations if we can remember them. We can remember them. (laughs) The rules. We we should write these down somewhere. Rule
1: number one, no cussing. No cussing.
0: Right? No cussing. No cussing. We We teachers like to cuss. We need to cuss sometimes, but it's not happening on the But not on air. Not Not on on air. air. That's right.
1: Okay, second rule is we operate on a condition of anonymity unless someone kind of comes in and wants to put their name out there. Yep. Because we want people to keep their jobs. We don't want to be too controversial.
0: Yeah.
1: Um... And, and if so we don't want
0: you to be able to find us yeah don't find <laughs> us
1: don't find us although our principal knows
0: where we are she knows yeah hey, she hey, might oh. not
1: know where we are
0: yeah, yeah. shout out to shout to, out to our principal shout out to
1: our principal who gave us an award
0: yeah we were kind of not uh, expecting that and encourage the entire staff to uh, to listen to the show <laughs> so, uh, so we definitely are going to be careful about whose name we yeah. put Same in our mouth here there. <laughs> yeah so yeah we definitely value anonymity it's important that people have a place where we can uh, where you can just kind of express what you're thinking, what you're feeling. We'll, uh, we obviously put our uh, names out there. We are merely two public school teachers in the city of Denver. And, uh, and you can probably find us a bunch of places. Speaking about finding us, uh, we are on the Twitter. We are on the Instagram. We are on the Facebook. If you just search Two Dope Teachers, we are the first result in all those. And um, for all of our retired people out there, we have an email address. Yes. uh, TwoDopeTeachers, one word, at gmail.com. We've gotten some emails in, and we'll be talking a little bit about those in the coming weeks. So if we have not answered you, please do not despair. We will be getting with you, but things are crazy. And be sure to send in
1: your emails with your ideas, questions, critiques. We love critiques. We we sometimes love critiques. We
0: sometimes love critiques. It, Adams loves critiques I get my feelings hurt well, uh, I get my
1: feelings hurt but I still love but you still love them, them. after still a while you can kind
0: of like let it go and be like "Oh, that's, that's, okay yeah, that's I grew cool. from this I learned I'm not good yeah <laughs> So how's your week, been? Did you work all week? Yeah, uh, I've, I've, I've this week right. I haven't taken a <laughs> haven't day taken off. A day. All right, I'm, 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 a, I'm on sure. a roll. I'm, you I'm, took a day off last week.
1: I, yeah, that was to deal with some legal issues. Some legal <laughs> issues. You got legal issues? We were we were involved in a lawsuit with our neighbor. Oh dang! I can't speak on it because there's a we, we had mediation. Case is still pending. No, we had mediation. We're done. Oh dang! We're okay. Done. Okay. All right. Thank it's God. behind you. We. It's behind it's us. It's like Rooney said. They were happy. I don't think we were happy. So I guess it worked.
0: I can't imagine you in that situation. Oh, my gosh. But like, I, w-
1: I was calm. My wife was a little, it gets a little heated little when it heated, comes to it. You heated. know, she protects the home. Yeah. Shout out to my wife. I love you, Bertalone. <laughs> she don't listen. <laughs> she
0: do <she'll laughs> listen. Don't, she'll you don't know, my, listen. my wife will only listen when I'm there. Yeah. And, um, and I'll, like, push play. And she knows that I hate the sound of my own voice. Yeah. And so I, I think, but she does listen. That's good. And she's That's all good. about See, it.
1: See, so. I got to get get on my wife. Yeah. But yeah. I, you know, yeah. other than that. Support us.
0: Well, she doesn't even need to listen. She just needs z- to subscribe. Telling her she's like oh i did I like us on I'm facebook like, are you sure really well she knows you're not on the social media so yeah. she's like yeah 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 i yeah, liked you on yeah, the yeah. yeah on. You i liked you on the chat snap we're not even on snapchat yeah, um, <laughs> there's no reason to get on snapchat right
1: i don't even understand how snapchat works it's like twitter with pictures i guess it's like if you an twitter disappears? In,
0: in, but they don't disappear okay kids really quick let me tell you something about third parties okay <laughs> Any third party does not disappear, <laughs> so you you could be like, "Well, it disappears." Uh, uh-uh. all that stuff is there. <laughs> they get the Did, you get the screen safe. You get Well, you get screenshots, but but like Snapchat will keep that stuff because it has to go to them then, before it goes before out. Before it goes into, to you, so they just exactly. keep it hold on to it. So you don't have it anymore, and your friend doesn't have it anymore but, unless but, they screenshot it. But you gave it to a corporation. But you gave it to Snapchat. So congratulations. <laughs> Did <laughs> you hear, by the way, that um, Twitter is um, all every single tweet that has ever gone out since Twitter's inception is going to be cataloged at the Library of Congress. I've heard that. that, that That's a scary thought. That is a scary thought. As a history teacher, that's terrifying. There's a
1: whole bunch, but I think it'll be great going back like 100 years I don't know, man. Like... Like imagine <laughs> the garbage you have to go through but like right now we got we got president Twitter
0: yeah we got president right? I think we, they we got were the, on the path we got they the do. tweeter in chief the tweeter, the tweeter in, in, chief, in who, chief who watches TV and tweets about what he's watching yeah, you know exactly. so it's like it's pretty amazing so yeah so uh, beware children about what you are tweeting put out put your business out there yeah for sure um, I, I remember asking a student a while ago she's kind of like do you have a Twitter I'm like no I don't have it what do I need a Twitter for what is a Twitter even for and she struggled for an answer and she's like Well, like... A diary? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not a diary unless you routinely let millions of people have access to your diary. I was like, oh. It takes
1: me God. back to like trying to get my cousin Allison's diary. Like, <laughs> even
0: just on Shout out to cousin Allison. Shut Sorry up. about your cousin Kevin trying to take your diary. It happens. She's a teacher too. Is <laughs> she a teacher? She, she, Does she, she teach in that. the city of Denver? No, she's a teacher in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, she's Georgia.
1: Oh, I think she might be on year 20. Oh, dang. Yeah, she's a 20 year teacher. OG. Oh,
0: that's even like older than me. She. Sh- She'd been about it. She'd been about but she's it. She's funny. Good. Like to listen to
1: her talk about how she teaches. Yeah. She'd be telling kids off all the
0: time. She's... Well, that's something we're missing sometimes, right? Like we need to be able to tell kids off. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> it.
1: I, you always worry, but like you like we've talked about, you have those kids that you have. I'm like, I know I can get in your grill.
0: Yeah. And I know I can say stuff to you. I know I can you, say stuff to you. I know I can and call you, won't you out in like that I'm not gonna You ain't gonna, gonna, gonna call, call your mom.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to deal with this. Why did you say this about me? But what's
0: mom? funny is even those kids who say they can call their mom, they'll like call their mom, and the next time you see them, mom's like, thank you thank you thank Thank you somebody finally being real with my child thank you yeah
1: that's what i love when you catch a kid they're like oh my mama mama." and then and then mom is always mom and dad is on she's like
0: what they told you what? that's right that's right that's right yep so yes how's your week going man
1: it's gone it's going good you know we're continuing this challenge-based learning (laughs) thing so (laughs) So we we gotta get challenge-based early early, but the kids are you know we got one class that's that's still trying to struggle to get there. <laughs> they come to a big idea, but we got some kids who are really passionate and thinking about ideas. And, you know, every time I ask this class, like I, I'm giving them the exit ticket. I'm like, do you want to continue this work? They're like, yeah, it's fun.
0: And I'm like, you guys like arguing
1: like this and going around <laughs> to find this big idea? But I think it's that they have their voice and they're getting to hear other people. You know, the other classes are kind of rolling along as the process goes and feeling better about it. Uh, We've actually started to get into really kind of giving the kids some content and they've come up with some guiding questions, building their questions around it. And they have really good questions around these issues. And even the class that can't come to a big idea, the passion is there. right? And they're thinking about this stuff and they're ultimately saying, you know, this is why I can't do this topic. It, and, and giving solid reasons of their perspective. And I think they're learning really important things about democracy, consensus decision making. Yeah. You know, which I think <clears> I keep telling them this is stuff that if we want a better world, we got to learn. Yeah. You know, and so I think the kids are embracing it. And I have I keep having my fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> One day. That, that my One period seven day. is going to get there. And, get there. And, and
1: once they get there, yeah. look out. Yeah. Because that's what <laughs> like, I had another class that had some struggles and then they got there. Now they're working on their Instagram, they're making musicals about oh, equality, and they've got like, you know, I've got kids who, who weren't engaged, asking questions, and, and, and really thinking about how they can make change, and, and I see the gears moving.
0: Just trying so, to get to the starting line, right? You know,
1: I think it's it's like everything, like we just heard in our PD, right? The first mm-hmm. time you do it, it's messy. It's messy. The it's first rough, time you've ever hard. cooked something, <laughs> first yeah. time I ever made pancakes.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it for was a sure. disaster, you yeah. know, but
1: I keep telling myself...
0: Stick with it. Stick with it. <laughs> you still can't make pancakes? Oh, this is what the challenge <laughs> based learning about. <laughs> uh, my, my pancakes are the fun.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to I make the shake kind. You might have seen it. You get the I've container. Seen it, I've you seen put it. the water in it, and uh-huh. then you just shake it and uh-huh. pour it.
0: That's lazy. That's, that's man. Okay, we got to have a pancake off. A two-dope pancake <laughs> off, because I'm told that my pancakes are the best around. Uh-oh. I'm do you saying. do anything special? You because know, the like, only thing I do just just is I, I think I do a little. Well, first of all, I make it all from scratch. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I do is I think, and I think this was an accident at first, I think I put in a little bit too much um, baking powder, ah. right? And I noticed I walked away from it and it rose. It got, it got like really yeah. thick. And before I was like kind of whipping it down and it would like settle back. And I'm like, what'll happen if I just don't whip it down? I just scoop it. And yeah. Like, Man, I got some fluffy pancakes. <laughs> I got, fu- some, fluffy I got pancakes. some fluffy pancakes. <sighs> That's the good stuff right there. No, but you know, in terms of this challenge based learning, is there ever a point where you're just kind of like, you know what, y'all? I'm going to make a decision as the commander-in-chief in this classroom. I'm just going to make a decision because there's work to do. You yeah. know,
1: I, I think I've, I've, I've had that feeling, right? And the kids have even said it. But I feel like it takes away something. Just so tell th- us what to do. Yeah, I feel like it mm-hmm. takes away something from the kids. Because I think the purpose is, is that they go through this process, yeah. right? And I get it. I, you know, and like me sitting back, watching it as a teacher, Yeah. I'm just like, oh, where is this going, right? Yeah. It's that unknown relinquishing power. And I try to guide them, right? And so I've been trying to give them like some focus activities that kind of get them to yep. think reflectively about the process that yep. happened the day before. Yep. Maybe things that went wrong. we doing exit tickets to kind of reflect on the process and think about, well, how did that work today? Where am I at in my thinking? You know, and me personally, I don't want to get to the point where I tell them.
0: Right. right. Well, because that feels like it, then then it's kind of...
1: It's inauthentic, yeah, I feel like. You've
0: I've, kind of defeated the purpose. You know, of, and I and, I, and I think there
1: has to be this buy-in of consensus. You know, and I've tried to do some things like maybe kind of take him in a different direction <laughs> to get him just thinking more. Right. right? But... You know that's the question. What do you think? What do you do? You think there's a point where you where you stop it or?
0: I mean, I'm a little bit of a control freak, so I, I would be tempted to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, but but I think that you're right. I think that is you know that you you put them through a process and they've got to arrive at some kind of consensus and and I and I think that um, I, I definitely see the temptation to do that to yeah. kind of be yeah. like okay guys this is what we're going to do. But I think this is a matter of. Um, of not losing the forest for the trees, right? This is one where, yeah, you could set it up for them, but it's, it's like, it's like Sting said, right? It's not the destination, but it is the journey. Yeah. And once they kind of get there, you know, it's, I, I was thinking about this as you kind of explained some of the process. I've been, I guess, doing some challenging yeah. stuff in my yeah. class, I not like even intentionally. Yeah. So in my AP World History class, we played a World War One blame game where they all had to represent awesome. different countries and they had to blame somebody for the war that wasn't them. Yeah. And so that was really interesting. And, and it makes me think of how frequently we don't really address issues of power in the classroom and how how we don't sometimes let the passions flow like these kids were getting loud and I was like man I think I think this is just a pretext for kids to just yell at each other yeah. that they have problems with but they were doing it like with this kind and of thing I think
1: a part of it is, is is like what I'm coming to a conclusion is there is some cultural, aspects of how we communicate Definitely. playing out in Definitely. this right and it's hard to say like um you know to certain kids who grow up students of color who maybe communicate a certain way and i was talking to one of them today about at home you guys talk over each other right mm-hmm. and he's like yeah we kind of do talk yeah. over everybody each talks at once everybody talks at <laughs> once but in this situation it's it's it it kind of interferes right sure. and, and there's a passion and so I, I keep noticing there's this balance of like where i want it to be like one voice at a time, right? Right, but then someone will say something, and it brings back the humor, where like the kids will all be laughing about something someone says in mm-hmm. a certain way, right? And they'll all <laughs> kind of joke about it, but then they'll come back, and it reminds me of like when we're in meetings as teachers, yeah, or when we are, uh, you know, if you're an activist and you're involved in an yep. activist group, is that, like, some of this stuff is it's really, yeah, hard and heavy, and yep. so like at times it's like. Well yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda crack. I'm gonna yeah. crack a little yeah. bit, you know? And so yeah. like I'm finding myself trying to find that that space, like you said, that it is kind of an organized chaos. It is yeah. kinda like that, like but it's like how else are they going to learn?
0: That's right. Unless well, they, they how, are they gonna, how are they going to practice these skills in the real world if they don't practice them in school? And so, so there's that. And then we're also doing a mock Senate committee hearing yeah, around yeah. immigration in my ethnic studies class. And uh, so we, we, I just heard from my student teacher, we have a gavel and uh, we have senators, we have witnesses, and we have uh, we have policy wonks. And I just like to say, wonks. Do you
1: have any MU in there?
0: We do have a couple of MUNers, so it should be pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah I'm interested to see. And, uh, So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, feel free to bring students by fourth period tomorrow yes. because we're doing the hearing. Um, but, yeah, so and, and I, and it was it felt good to get up there in front of the kids and say, hey, listen, so this is something some of you have aspirations of working in diplomacy, working That's in right. politics, working right. in advocacy. This is a way to practice for that and see if it's something you really enjoy doing. Uh, we, showed, uh, we showed testimony by Seth Rogen. On, oh, um, nice. A, when, it's uh, the one that he did on, um, ah, what was it uh, about? The, the, was it uh, on Alzheimer's or was it on? Was it? I can't remember. Tweet can't, at us yeah, if you know what us. he was I talking about. But the testimony starts out pr- pretty funny, but then it gets pretty serious yeah. and uh, pretty interesting stuff. So, so that's been interesting too. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so good week. Yeah, we're rolling. We're
1: rolling with it, you
0: know. It's Wednesday. Yep. So tomorrow's Thursday. It is Wednesday. Friday comes after Thursday. Friday comes after Thursday. Yeah, we had we had soccer all last weekend. So Yeah, Friday you like having weekend. this And we have another soccer all this weekend too. So it's like okay, you're in it. We'll get a yeah. little bit of a weekend. Spring. Little bit yeah. of a weekend for sure. The beautiful um, game. So yeah, so uh we're gonna move on to our Teaching Trump yes. segment. Yes. Teaching so teaching Trump. teaching Trump. Teaching Trump. <laughs> um we really. Do I mean, what, like, what? So, what? What do we do here? Right, where here we do have a commander in chief who makes claims and does not offer evidence to support to substantiate these claims. Um, how much do you worry about this in terms of your work with young people? It- you know i i wonder and i think about like the alternative facts all of it how it builds up
1: and how we make arguments right. and is this de- going to like like really st- um, simplifying arguments and and, mm-hmm. and, and and allowing kids to think that you can make claims you don't have to put forth evidence yeah you can you can make all sorts and I feel like this happens all the time given like the internet culture yeah. and and conspiracies where people just put stuff out there yep. and I hear it in my classroom statements like at, at times you know kids will present stuff as fact mm-hmm. and you're like wait where are you getting this mm-hmm. from? where do you hear this yeah and so I just wonder you know what messages are the kids getting about using evidence and, and yeah. having reasons to support your thinking. Because right. I think that's what we talk about all the time. I'm always like, cite some evidence. Yeah. Don't just tell me, give me a reason why. Yeah. Give me something to back up your thinking. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it is interesting because I think, um, I do feel like this is a little bit of a long time coming, right? Yeah. Like, the last few years as a history teacher, I've asked myself, and particularly in an AP class where they are having to write evidence-based arguments I'm asking myself, like, do I need to go back and really, like, teach what evidence is? Because I think about it myself, and I'm like, well, I don't even know if I know how to define it, you yeah. know? Is it just because, well, I read it in this book that's called blah, 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 so it's evidence. Um, and I used to think that a lot of this was just, you know, I, I so on social media, you see a lot of things kind of flying around, especially uh-huh. memes. Yep. And I used to think that some of them were just taken out of context. And then as you dig into others, I'm like but some of these are just made up. Yeah. They're just made up. It absolutely false. And, and how do we sort of deal with that? And, and, and so I think that's a, that's a real difficulty. And, um, and, you know, hats off to a lot of media outlets who are saying, who are now putting that in their headlines. So this claim was made and it cited no evidence. Um, and that's really problematic. And I think, like, we are getting into this really dangerous space where we have a tendency to just believe what we want to hear. Right. Yeah, that's what So you, know you say something worst. that is against my enemy I'm just going to go with it because um it it if it's if it wasn't it's like Winston Churchill said about uh, King Arthur yeah. if he didn't exist he should have F. if it isn't true it should, should be um or it might as well be yeah, or yeah, he would totally do that yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. um and yeah so I mean so that's uh, that that's the big challenge right now in this administration and we're like How, like, a month and a half? A month and a half, 40 days, 50 days. 50 days, we're not even 100 days. So, like, that's a big challenge of teaching under this administration is um, is what we are seeing publicly about how we deal with evidence and how we maintain an open mind and, and hear these things. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. And I think going back to this idea about, like looking for several sources, right? Yep. Not just finding it one place, not reading it once yeah. and saying that's the gospel, but going multiple places. And I think this is where we come in as teachers is that we're trying to get the kids to look at different perspectives yeah. and and not just accept that there's one point of view on something. And I think we go back to like always the old exercise that teachers would do where it's like someone comes in and does something and then mm-hmm. the kids have to give an eyewitness account. And right, everybody's got yeah. a different eyewitness yep. account. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Right. And so I think kind of having the kids or, or finding a, a space where kids can start to say, I need to look at things more. I need to be more critical. I need to ask more questions. Yep. Just because I read one article or read one tweet yep. doesn't mean I need <laughs> to take it as... a read a meme you of know? a tweet. <laughs> and I think it goes back to advocating ourselves as learners, yeah. right? Is that I'm the learner. So I have this question. I'm going to go out and to try to figure out if the information is correct. But I think it also goes back to us teaching kids about reliability of sources.
0: Yeah. like to to <laughs> to
1: know what it because they're at a disadvantage. When we were growing up, it was the encyclopedia. Yeah. Right? Encyclopedia was Encyclopedia Britannica was pretty reliable. <laughs> yeah. Pretty dog. You know, that book about Jackie Robinson that I got <laughs> at the library was pretty, pretty darn reliable. Reliable. Pretty reliable. You know, but today I even find myself, when I'm looking for stuff for class, and I'm like, wait a minute, this seems yeah. a little off. I mean, if I'm
0: anything like- if anything, I feel like it's putting us as teachers in a position to interrogate the things that, that are coming across our feed or in our Google searches and saying, is this really a thing? Yeah. And I think, I think that's an important thing. And I think, you know, coming back to our professional development session today, it does actually... Um, drive us to a deeper need for a different kind of reading and a different type of literacy. And, you know, they're talking about close reading, and I think that what we need to look for is purposeful, authentic, close reading. Yes. So Mike Schmoker has a great article, and I just like to say Schmoker. Schmoker! Schmoker. Mike Schmoker um, has an article um, in the book Results Now where he talks about the need for argumentative literacy where you really, like, dig into some things and really make sure you understand... Um, what it is that you're reading and how it can be argued um, and how you form arguments ar- around that. And that was that was 10 years ago. Yeah. We both got the youngs. We got the youngs, man. It's been a long day. <laughs> it has been a long day. Long week. Well, you know, I ate today, but then the vegetables I had weren't, like, they smelled weird. And so, like... <laughs> like uh... But, of course, I get, like, halfway through and before I'm calling, maybe I should eat these. <laughs> it's like... I love that. And I love that. so, I didn't eat very much. I had, like, two chicken fingers for lunch. Like, seriously, that that's it. Oh, um, thought my bagel would carry me through, but it didn't. did So, that's teaching Trump for this week. Yeah. Uh, arguments and evidence. E- <laughs> emphasis on evidence. Uh, let's take a you claim teaching. that... Uh, you, the president, wiretapped
1: you. You better have some reasons. You gotta have some. You gotta uh, have, have some evidence, you have you some have some evidence
0: uh, and not that. Oh, you well just can suspected. we take
1: a little detour on teaching Trump just for a minute? Yeah. It's not gonna last long. Ben
0: Carson. <laughs> Man. <laughs>
1: so those of you who don't know, Ben Carson equated slavery. He said slaves were immigrants too. <laughs> So I just want to put that out there. I don't even know where we, if we need to say any
0: more about Yeah, I about mean, it. I, I think that there's definitely a way of framing this. So I'm getting on my phone right now, and we're going to find um, Secretary Carson's uh, words here. Ben Carson. Aren't you guys glad that you're subscribing to hear me get on the internet? That's all right. uh, That's all right. Oh, wait, Ben Carson. All right, so here we go. So, although, and we can't repeat this, but Samuel Jackson Seriously, had a Sam response. Jackson, oh, Sam Jackson. So, let's see, where is, whoa, Leslie Jones wants to fight him now. Leslie. Um, I, love Les- Leslie I love Leslie Jones. Jones. Um, and let's see, and New York Times is telling me I have nine free articles left. So, where is it? Where he describes African slaves as immigrants and uh, came as part of a 40 minute address on the theme of America as a land of dreams and opportunity. <laughs> Uh, and he said, this is what America... Oh, so he says, Mr. Carson turned his attention to slavery after describing photographs of poor immigrants displayed at Ellis Island National Museum of Immigration. These new arrivals worked long hours, six or seven days a week, with little pay, he said. And before them, there were slaves. That's what America is about, a land of dreams and opportunity. There were other immigrants who came here in the bottom of slave ships worked even longer, even harder for less. But they, too, had a dream that one day their sons... Daughters, grandsons, granddaughters, he's naming all the family here, great-grandsons, great-granddaughters might pursue prosperity and happiness in this land. (laughs) Mr. Adams, what say you... (laughs) This brother is crazy. I like him. <laughs> he said, "This I'm, brother's crazy." What? what is the, here's what I call him. Larry
1: Wilmore on the nightly show is calling him Black Troopy. <laughs> so Black Troopy, like, how could you say that? Like, they came here with a dream to, to live better. The dream was once I was here, I wanted to be free, man. I needed to get back to
0: Africa. I brother it, not seen I, roots? Don't, I don't even understand how there was how a person in that situation even had a dream. Like you're living a nightmare at this point. Yes. And and I guess I guess a nightmare is a type of dream. Yes. I don't know. I mean so and I've been uncomfortable because there's been like in times in my AP World History class when we talk about global migrations yeah. and we're like there are people who chose to come and then there are people who were forced migrants. They were yes. forced yeah. immigrants. This was not something that they chose and for a lot of for and took a long time to figure out what in the world is going on and how it could be like this so so for him to sort of tie that in i think it it it's sort of it's jingoistic it's recidivistic it's like it just represents all of the worst sort of representations of how we can revise history, history while yeah. still sort of preserving some facts well these were people and they probably had wants and dreams and they came here, so they're immigrants. So it's all it's like taking these facts and just aligning them together being like, in this very strange way. Well it was like who was it that referred to? <laughs> Should we even say this on the air? So someone referred to like uh, remember when Trump met with all those African American leaders? Yes. And but it wasn't like it wasn't, like, he wasn't meeting with Michelle Obama. Yeah. And he wasn't meeting with, with like, leadership of the NAACP. It was, like, a bunch of random people. Yeah. And somebody referred to Trump, like, Trump's meetings with, like, mediocre people of color. Like, uh, it's it's kind of like, you know, and I'm sure the Secretary Carson was a very accomplished neurosurgeon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that is just a str- that was so strange. It's like, what is this world it's we're living in? It's the craziest
1: thing ever. And it's – if you want to talk about black people as migrants – Talk about after uh the Great Talk about the Great Migration after yeah. they were freed from slavery, because there was a yeah. migration, right? You're justified in saying that. You did have black people moving from the south, yeah. like a different country. You did, you did. To the you north, did. to places like Chicago, to LA, yeah. to these places. And they still struggled. And, and they, they had struggled. those That's same right. immigrant right. experiences. Right. right? But don't but don't mess it up. No. Don't for say sure. that those for slave sure. ships were of choice. Yeah. Cause look, I know I know some folks came over in steerage. Yeah, and steerage wasn't
0: fun. Nah, that wasn't fun. It wasn't yeah. ideal. But there's some way that that immigrant sort of uh, that immigrant narrative is is romanticized. Yeah, and you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying it should have been romanticized. I think that there. I think people fleeing discrimination like came with a lot of pain and yeah. a lot of and encountered a lot of pain. Man, if you saw gangs in New York, it's gangs real. of New York, some real white on white violence we got going That's on right. there like That's it's right. pretty why intense. Why white people? Why do we got to do
1: something about all these white all people All these white people killing, people killing each, each other? other,
0: all these white people. Did you know that most people killed in the gangs in New York were killed by white, white people? people? Just want to point that That's out. Oh, by the way, there's a hilarious poem that everybody's got to check out. It's called All Lives Matter 1800. <laughs> It's beautiful. you got to check it out. It's hilarious. But, but yeah, so, I mean, it's it's a, it's a revisionist thing. And as a teacher of color, like, we've always heard these types of comments being yeah, made yeah. saying, well, but America's great. And aren't you, isn't it better that your people are in America than in that's your right. home country? And it's like, well, okay, that's not a, you so know, and that's happy. where it ends they up so. They were happy. They okay. were. A cake for Mr. Washington. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, what was the thing? I heard this thing about how... uh this debate about whether like George Washington liked his slaves. This was something like I don't know where maybe it was social media. I don't know. And it's just kinda like, I don't know, where are we even going? Why with do people
1: this? try to justify it? They're like trying to be like, it's okay. He owned slaves, but he liked them.
0: Yeah, and he, he treated
1: them really he well. He played ba- sports with them at times. He hung out with them.
0: I mean Thomas
1: Jefferson liked his slaves so much he made love to
0: that's one of them. With, yeah that's right that's right, <laughs> that's right. although they don't mention any of anyway so like so so there there's that piece there and then the other thing that and hopefully this is no longer a part of anyone's classrooms but i remember hearing um hearing teachers in my schools that i attended saying well you know we can't apply today's moral standards Standard to, to the past right because you know slavery was just normal back then and i'm like well the first slave rebellion happened four months after the first slave ship arrived. That's right. So, by the way, I got a political t-shirt in the mail, finally. Yes. Um, it's a Harriet... You know my Rosa Parks one? Yes. Well, it's a Harriet Tubman one. It's the one... And by the way, I'm reading the Harriet Tubman book <sighs> that came out. Man, it's she good. is so gangster. She is. It's amazing. But it's the one where it says we out we out Harriet i didn't Tutman. get that i need to and, order and mine, what too. she said and this is something that i you know secretary carson i know you're out there listening i yes. know you're downloading um that i would recommend that you read one of my favorite quotes by Harriet Tubman which was they asked her towards the end of her life um, do you have any regrets about the about the life you lived and she said i would have freed thousands more that's if right. they would have even known they were slaves
1: i mean i think that's real talk you know you know
0: and I, and I i think you know that's the work that we do. Yeah. Right? I I we're not to say I'm, Harry, I'm not a Harriet Tubman, no. right? I ain't
1: risking my life. Well, you don't have
0: to be because there was a Harriet Tubman. But I'm trying to liberate fools still. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it takes a little bit of an underground railroad to do it, right? Like sometimes it takes kind of uh, finding ways to work around the the barriers that are there, and whether those barriers are systemic, like poverty, like um, like single parent households, mm-hmm. like violence in our cities, right. or whether the barriers are structural issues within your schools. And a, and a few of you guys emailed us with some structural issues that you're having in your schools. Um, sometimes those are the barriers and sometimes we have to work in the spirit of Harriet Tubman, you yeah. know. As, and, and, you know, we have we have brothers and sisters who are being persecuted um, daily. And, um, and I don't know, maybe it's not that far off to expect that we need an underground railroad of some sort. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're not going to talk about that on the air though. Then it, then, it then, then it won't be underground. It will be underground. So cool. hey, I want to introduce this new segment that I want to get into. It's called Héras Complaining Corner. Oh, very good. Yeah, I want to complain about some stuff. So, yes. um, I even wrote them down. Oh, what in my book. Like... All right. So like so the first thing I want to complain about is 4 years ago I applied for this excellence in teaching fellowship, right? Uh And it pays a whole bunch of money, but Uh that's not even why I did it. Uh, It was one of those things where you have the opportunity, and and it's put out there. I'm going to put you all on blast right now. TNTP, I see you, all right? (laughs) Good stuff, but I see you on this. So... So TNTP brings together these um, these uh, teachers for the the Shira Fishman Prize. Yeah. And what you get to do is you get to study together a bunch, and then you gather in New York, in D.C., in Chicago at different points, and you write together oh, about awesome. the work that you're doing. So I applied four years ago, yeah. kind of last second, uh-huh. and I and, and I didn't make the first cut. Yeah, Whatever. Okay, yeah. so I didn't put much into it. Yeah. So then a friend of mine nominated me again uh-huh. this year, yeah. and she said, I really think you could get this. That's I really sweet. think this would be really good. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take my time and do it i worked i I didn't submit by the first deadline but i I was able to submit to the second deadline and i was getting emails from these people saying like one of the guys is like hey we've never had a winner from colorado you should you should apply and i'm I'm starting to get excited yeah yeah. man i checked my email last week didn't make the first cut again are you kidding me did not make the first cut so i'm just it's just frustrating because it's like it's like at a time when I am so frustrated with my practice where I feel yeah, like, I, like I feel I'm like sitting there in my classes at some point saying, what am I even like how like I'm working so hard to make this stuff work. And, and, and just to be like, nah you, nah, you don't even make the first cut. It was frustrating. And so I just want to. I, I don't know man I don't, I don't need any affirmation but if you do send it to our social media That's right account but it's just it's just a little bit frustrating because this is where it's like problematic a lot of these awards um, and you and I have been fortunate enough to be recognized yeah, in yeah, our in yeah. our um, in our field but it, it is frustrating you can see where I mean I always I, well I, you know we have non-teacher friends yep. and some of these non-teacher friends don't get it yep and so what I always try to point out to them is like look no teacher is perfect And 100% of teachers are doing the best that they can, 100% are doing the best that they can. Maybe your limitations are you don't have the energy for it anymore. Maybe your limitations are that it's hard to keep up with a lot of changes. Yep. Maybe your limitations are these digital natives and the That's way right. that they learn and interact, which we'll talk about yep. in a minute. Maybe your limitations are the that bureaucracy, the, bureaucracy yeah. the work. But given all those things, I think every teacher I know is doing the best that they can. So like, okay, I wasn't one of four people nationwide yeah. to receive this award, but to not make the first Cut. Was just extremely frustrating. So, um, so that's that's complaint number one. Uh, I think that's the only complaint I have. Actually, do we that's have other complaints? It. That's, that's yeah, I don't complaints. know. So that's so that's what I'm saying. Like it's like Chuck D said, right? Never let a win get to your head or a loss to your heart. Yeah. try not to let this loss just get to get my, to my heart. heart. But it's a little. Uh, it's get it's get. But I, I sure. think as
1: like as teachers of color, some of that stuff weighs on you a little more. Like I feel like you know we want to be rec- because I think it 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 feels like at times I don't know, maybe I'm trying to compensate for something else that I don't yeah. I don't necessarily like I have questions about my practice, right? Yeah. Am I really good enough? Yeah. Am I really quality? And I think yeah. things like awards being recognized, you know, even things like observations, how people refer to your yeah. practice, and what goes on yeah. in your room. And and I think probably white teachers experience it too, you know, but I from my perspective as a teacher of color, that means a lot to me, you know, yeah. being recognized for the little stuff. Yeah. Like means something that people well, yeah. think that my practice is good. Yeah. And that they're not just like, you know, kind of just kind of schmoozing me, you know, but yes. really like that you really think that there's something that I'm doing. Yeah. And I'll say, man, they missed out because yeah. I, I can them. tell you appreciate for, for my four years of being here and working with you like you are like like,
0: inspiration man and like change my practice you see folks when you fish for compliments sometimes you, you get you a you bite know, but I'm saying <laughs> though like if
1: man it, you know Sometimes the people who, who, who ain't picking you, they don't deserve you. You know what I mean? Like, you too nice. You too good for yeah. them. No, I appreciate and, that. And, 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 well, and I see what you're doing. I hear kids constantly talking about what you're giving them. And so from yeah. me to you, All right. you got you I got the award that. from me. I appreciate it. It don't that. come
0: with the money. <laughs> That's all right. I'll take you out for a That's beer. Right. One of these hey, nights. let's do it. Let's do it. No, I, th- I do think though. I do think that like I mean, it's it's a good thing to keep on your toes and uh, and aware of things that maybe aren't working as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, and and at some point, you know, this is year eighteen. I feel like I bring up my experience every episode. At some point, I know. You're a grown-up.
1: You're an adult. This is your senior year.
0: There's that. Well, okay, that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is I do know that at some point my practice will probably decline. Mm -hmm. And I probably won't be able to reach students or incorporate curriculum or roll with changes the way I used to be. And even now at, at 41 years old, it's harder for me to roll with changes than it was at 25. At 25, I was still kind of a blank slate. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. cool. Uh, you want me to do it that way? I'll try something sure. new. Okay. And now it's harder to... And it's not even like a conscious resistance on my part. It It's just times where I'm kind of like... This is hard. This is a hard shift to make. Yeah, you know, it and is. I have life circumstances now yeah, that I didn't yeah, have at twenty five. Yeah. But um, but it's interesting. So, I, and and I think that's as an as a veteran teacher. Part of my suspicion is sometimes I don't pe- pick veteran teachers for this stuff. Yeah, but as a veteran teacher, I, it it does touch a nerve a little bit, of like. Well, I don't know. Am I losing it a little bit? Like, am I, am am I, still, I still on my game? You know, and, yeah. and uh, so it's something to think about, you know. Um, I have another sort of complaint, but I think this is something to be sort of excited about. So my wife's looking at the bank statement, right? And uh-huh. that's always a loaded situation. Yes, always. Um, Once I referred to it as the Spanish Inquisition, she got mad. <laughs> 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 but uh, And now that I teach the Spanish Inquisition, I'm like, oh, that uh, was Yeah, that, cool was kind what of, I that was kind of a, a cool was comment. <laughs> um, and she's like, what's this charge? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, did you get new running shoes? I'm like, nah, I didn't get she's like, well, I was gonna say, because if you're spending this much on man. And so I looked at it, and on the statement, it was a charge from New York runners. Okay? Yeah. And I'm like, oh man. So all of my runners out there know what this is. Yeah. So there are three ways to enter the New York marathon. You can raise money, you can post a qualifying time, uh-huh. or you can enter a lottery and get picked. So my sister texted me my, bro- <laughs> my brother-in-law big ben did it in 403 i think yeah ben and my, my sister-in-law uh we went out there two years ago to watch him run and um and my sister-in-law texted me or my, my sister-in-law my actual <laughs> sister sorry shout out lorenza <laughs> little sis my bad you are my actual my sister, sister. I'm, I'm tired and food deprived. <laughs> um, and she's like, you should enter the lottery. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I get on the site. Oh, I already have a username from before when I ran the 5K. Cool. Let's, you know, check this out. Put in a credit card number. Cool. And they say, you know, if, if you're a pick, then it will charge you. no refund. Yeah, all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Yep. Dog. I'm I'm running the New York oh. Marathon.
1: <laughs>
0: In it's November 5th of this year. I already told our principal. Oh man. And that's going to be my first marathon. Oh, I've that's never exciting. done one. So I have to finish a training plan at some point. Um, But I'm running the New York Marathon. I could not believe that my name came up. That's impressive. Oh, man. So I'm going to be representing Two Dope Teachers um, teachers. as I collapse after a (laughs) 26.2-mile run. Five boroughs, beautiful run. Oh, man. Hopefully the weather holds up. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Oh, that's amazing.
1: Congratulations, man.
0: Big stuff. It's going to be crazy. So we'll see. The, my, my students are sort of excited. I, I was like, I, I did a stupid thing, y'all. I signed up for the New York <laughs> Marathon. It's crazy. So that'll oh, be my first. This. Oh man. Uh, Yeah. I'm not sure what to think. I am excited and terrified because um, that's just going to be weird. Uh, oh, I know you've
1: been wanting to do it for
0: like yeah, for a while. Yeah. You got this. I started running at 35, and now <laughs> it's like, okay, here we go. Here we Let's go. see what we can do. That's impressive. So, we've, we, so we're going to pivot real quick um, to this uh, segment we're calling Digital Natives, or What's Your Phone Policy? That's it. So That's uh, it. do you want to talk a little bit about why this is a thing for well, us right now? So,
1: um, you know, fortunately, uh, I think a couple years ago, it probably was about uh, maybe, I'd say six or seven years ago now, I had the chance to go to... Um, what they were calling like the Principles Institute or something mm. like DPS used to do it. Okay, I was invited to go, and um, that d- year the keynote speaker was a gentleman from Canada. I can't remember his name, Ian something, and he <laughs> was speaking on an expert on digital natives and digital learners and and uh, the kind of digital revolution that we we find ourselves. I think. In about 10 years ago, you know, when when these smartphones start to really evolve and the internet is really blowing up, social media is really developing. And he introduces this phrase of digital natives, right? And so for those of you who don't know, digital natives are the kids who are born in this period of this digital revolution, right? And we call them digital natives because they are native to this digital environment and so you know these digital natives when you see them because of the way they act right these are the kids your your children possibly or, or some of the kids listening you open up an electronic device you don't need the directions mm. they know oh, how it works they
0: they have lived with it they understand this so stuff. unlike us they didn't. They they do not have a comprehension of life before, before a lot of this no, technology. Like we have that there. understanding. Like my sister was, or my sister. Gosh, I can't get any of these, <laughs> any of these family members right. My daughter was asking me, uh, or was talking a little bit about some of the goofball stuff that kids do with phones like yeah, these yeah, days. Yeah. And she's like, "What did you guys do to mess with each other?" And of course, I told her all kinds of stuff, stuff that we did. Yeah, um, but none of it was technologically based, and so so it is that generation for whom life without a computer, life without a mobile telephone. So, they like, can't
1: even think of it. That,
0: they can't comprehend it. Yep. Right? And so,
1: and I think a lot of us uh, teachers, so there's digital natives, we also have... Uh, Digital uh, pioneers, right? And so Digital these pioneers. might be people okay. in our generation who started to use this technology as it was first coming out, right? So those people you know who were the first people to get an iPhone, the first people to get that uh, Commodore, right? The, yeah. the Your people who are like, oh, I'm getting this, uh, there's a new Atari thing coming yeah. out. Yeah. And I'm getting Commodore. it. I'm, I'm about Atari. this, right? Yeah. And so these people have always been at the forefront, right? They've been wanting to... Uh, get into this stuff yep. and, and be uh, a part of it. And then we have kind of uh, the, what they call it. This isn't meant to be rude, but digital dinosaurs.
0: Digital dinosaurs. So, right? Wait, the, is that us?
1: I think we might be in the Pioneer. Okay, we're, I, think, I think we're closer okay. to the Pioneers, okay. right? Because the pioneers, I had a beeper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> First couple of years of college. <laughs> it, it's major.
1: <laughs> hit me on my page. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, but, but I think there's this balance, and I think this is the contradiction. And so we get to what's your phone policy, right? Yep, yep. Right? And I think this is a conversation in all schools, a conversation that goes on in our building. <laughs> you know, when we're dealing with these digital natives, these kids who, who've who had this as part of their life, their whole existence, yep. right? And I, I even think about, like, my children. My children have known cell phones. Like, I, I can't remember the first time my son got my cell phone and was playing games on it. Yeah. Or take, my daughter taking pictures with yep. it, right? But this is the world they live in. And the research on digital natives, and there's a lot of it out there. I apologize. I don't have it in front of me. But a lot of that research suggests that the digital natives, their brains think, are working differently. Yeah. And a lot of the brain research where they're actually scanning the brain show that signals are moving differently through their brains. And they're using different parts of their brains. And, and this creates opportunities for us. Right. But it also creates some challenges i think you know and i think one of the things i noticed amongst my digital natives in my classroom yeah <laughs> is a, in my own in my house my children yep. is there's a lack of kind of um ability to kind of sustain on things and i yeah. think it comes from like looking at youtube videos that are very quick yeah right instantaneous yeah very individual and so like i noticed Uh, the digital natives tend to not like to talk about like videos that they're watching because I feel like they're isolated at times. We have to kind of Push them into having these conversations. And I think that there's things that isolate them, but there's also things that connect them. Yeah. That give them insight. And I see the kids doing it all the time. where they are like, let me look this up on my phone. Yeah. Which was something that we never had, you know? And I I feel like it's the
0: advantage. I felt like that was the way the teacher got us to shut up in class, was to say, why don't you look that up? And then we can talk about it next class. And of course, because we were 15, we weren't going to look it up at all. Well, now you say that, why don't you look that up real quick? Kid bust out their phone. Oh, so it says this. It's fact. It goes back to that kind of
1: uh, clarifying ourselves with evidence. Right. And and, and and I think it's created a space where it's a little harder to be uh, not factual. Yeah, right? Because absolutely. people call you out. And I think back to... Um, my wife's brother, Sabian, who's passed. But we used to get in these arguments all the time. And the internet started to settle our arguments. <laughs> because you could go to the internet yeah. and be like, let's See? look it See? up. <laughs> See, here it is. Here it is. So yeah. we were on that stuff. And so when I think about the digital natives and digital dinosaurs and digital pioneers, I feel yeah. like we have this clash that comes in the classroom. Yeah. Your ID it, card, card just fell ID's off. been
0: falling all day. Did, did it break or what? It's, it's, no, it it's not. I think on. my thing but is... But I'm not even recognizable in my ID. That, look at that. That's look what we're that. talking about. I look about. like Rorschach. You <laughs> 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 But so I went down to the office and said, "Hey, how do I get a new ID?" And they're like, "Well, you have to drive down to like you lost no, me. I'm not doing that. I'm doing that. I'm you're just gonna that. have to not recognize me. <laughs> yeah, you, right? yeah, that's it. Anyway, you're still recognizable, although it looks In like, there. Looks like you're looks like you're coming out of the burn unit. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, so we're talking. So sorry. But, yeah. Oh, we got off. We got off. We got off a little but, bit.
1: But I think the pro- like, we have this contradiction where teachers feel one way because we might be the digital pioneers. We might be the digital dinosaurs, and we get mad when we see these phones, mm-hmm. right? And the phones become the ultimate problem. And I think, um, you know, at times, we become very punitive, right? And we say, you know, I'm gonna take your phone, or we're gonna do this with yeah. your phones. And not to say you the, have to have a policy, the, you have to have some way. Yeah, to deal the with solution
0: though, the default solution is preventing access to this technology. Yeah. Versus, and and I wonder. And we're not saying that's wrong. And
1: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that's wrong. But I'm wondering is is there a better way where we start to work with teaching kids how to use this technology right. as a part of your life? Right. You know, and I I'm, I hate to put people on blast. Yeah, but yeah. But we yeah. just came out of PD, and so everybody who was in this PD yeah. saw it. Right. The 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 person leading the PD oh, said, man. "Close
0: your computers yeah, down." Yeah, exactly. I Can looked we... around. And, yes. and how many people close many, their computers? I, think I saw one computer that got closed. Well, that's and that that's where this kind of, and you know, and definitely like it is it is a hard policy to form. And I myself don't tend to participate in those conversations, yep. so far be it for me <laughs> to judge somebody yes. on yeah. on what if their job is to come up with a solution. Far be it for me to judge that solution, but I guess one of the issues I have is a question of am I going to expect young people to conform to an expectation that I myself don't want to conform to, right? So it's like, and we've seen it in, in staff meetings in every school. Yeah. I'm sure everybody every out there knows this. how this is, That's right? right? You have a presenter up there trying to talk, trying to start things up, and there's people having side conversations. And I don't know, man, I like want to snap when students do that, right? Yeah. But then I have to reflect back. I'm like, do I do that sometimes? And the, the kids ask me that like, um, I remember... Some kids ask me if they could work in my room after school one day. Yep. And, I'm like, now nah, I have staff meetings. They're like, can we come? I'm like, why would you want to come to a staff meeting? We want to see how you guys act in a meeting when you have we're, to sit still for an hour pla- and a plus. And I tell them, I was like, we act far worse Whore. than any of you. That's we're, right. We're bad. Like, That's right. <laughs> we're doing other work. So so there's that aspect of it too, but how so how do and we... I, I?
1: don't think it's because people are disrespectful, and you know, like I, while the kids are on Snapchat and they're doing stuff, and I get that part about it creates problems. Yeah. Right, kids Snapchatting on each other, but to me, that's a learning opp- opportunity about integrity, about yep. how we show respect yep. to each other, yep. about bullying. Yeah. Right, a, a bigger conversation versus put the phone away or phones can't be seen. Yeah. Because if we say just put the phones away, we haven't really dealt with those bigger issues. Well, and how
0: many of us? because our classrooms don't have sufficient technology in them because there are all these great digital sort of platforms to do to do schoolwork Kahoot Quizlet um, there's uh, poll everywhere Poll everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. there's there's all these different sort of apps that are out there so it's a problematic message to send to say that no matter what you just can't have your device unless unless I determine that it's important there and, and I and again, we know there are behaviors associated with it. We're not saying that you should not control your classroom, yep. um, but at the same time, like I wonder what kind of strange messages kids are getting around technology, regardless of how consistently we um, we levy consequences or you know meet expectations and that yeah. kind of thing. And I
1: I wonder do they really understand why? We, like I know we we spent time as a, as a building kind of talking about why we have a cell phone policy. Yeah. Right, and I think that's good. I think kids need to understand, but. I think it's there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Pandora's box. I yeah. always say to the kids, I, we can't put it in. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's the, it's the strongest device they have. Yeah. And because they're digital natives and their brains are different, they multitask. Mm-hmm. They, and this is one of the things that they, got, they like to have lots of stuff going Yeah. where like me I'm like I can't have music and read yeah. and have someone talking over here yeah. and
0: checking my text I mean I had multiple roommates in college so I had to learn yeah. to like deal with that No, but, I, yeah. like, when
1: I had roommates I'm like I'm isolating in the closet yeah. I'm like <laughs> no don't talk to me where
0: Kevin at he's, he's in a, the closet he's in the closet <laughs> <He's> doing <laughs> he's his know, work with you his know, that's how it is Yeah, and I, well I think the other thing is when we talked about this in my ethnic studies class which is high school students and you know, one of the things that we arrived at was, well, the, you know, if the issues are cyberbullying, if the issues are cheating on exams and important tasks, well, you know, those are just issues that will continue regardless of whether you're doing it with your phone or some other way. And so and so I think that it is interesting because, I like, you said this to me for the first time a few days ago where I was kind of like, yeah, I, I hadn't recognized that it's a culture clash. I'd always recognize that we've got this digital world out there. We've got a world of cyberspace and we talked about The Matrix last episode, right? We're living in The Matrix in a lot of ways. We are. um, Where we're plugged into more than one world, right? We're plugged into our digital world, our social media world, um, the people that we're connected with outside of our jobs and then we're also connected to this um, in-person world that happens and those are two worlds and actually kids today have more social interactions over cyberspace than than they they do. do Mm-hmm. in person which for us like social media for us was three-way calling that's right, <laughs> right? that's right hey you want three me well, to right, call kev i'm gonna call kev way. hold on you still there yeah I we're all there you know that was social media for us and that and not everybody had three-way on their phone right and so but i hadn't seen it as as a culture clash because you're right i remember a world without a cell phone that's without right. a laptop without a tablet without having a 24-hour news cycle i remember that world i remember like you know how we used to do fantasy football in the '80s, yep. I have a theory that I invented fantasy football, <laughs> but we're, we'll save that for we'll a, say conspiracy that's a, that's a later. Episode. Say. That is, um, but so so we would watch the games and we would pick our teams and all that kind of stuff, and then we would. Come in, and it all—it was always Tuesday morning because you had to wait for the Monday night football results yep, yep, to come out yeah. in uh, in the newspaper. We would sit with the newspaper, looking at the stats and tallying them up. We were—we wasted time in journalism class. Apologies to Miss Griggs and Miss <laughs> Chrisan for for uh, not getting anything done in newspaper on Tuesdays, and like and tallying it up. And you didn't have this kind of in the moment sort of thing, and you kind of um, indicated that yeah, this generation is stigmatized as being impulsive and as being impatient and all that kind of thing. Well, they've never had to be patient. Yeah. And that's a world and they may never have to be patient again. Right? So, to what extent... Are we sort of, like you and I, we are maybe slightly digital pioneers, yeah. but how often do we get caught up in the digital dinosaur thinking?
1: That's right. I think it's easy. It's it's easy. I'm
0: always telling the kids, Snapchat, Snapchat is
1: trash, but I have kids on my, <laughs> on my challenge-based learning, and they're like, we're going to do an Instagram. And they keep showing me stuff that they're putting yeah. on the Instagram-related, and they're like, oh, the 18 years are following us. Oh, we got 13, you know, and they're trying to build a network, and, and they're connecting with other yeah. kids who, you know, are building this world. And I think about... The people who are like the movers and shakers, right, now, right, 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 and that these people were engaged in this stuff. You know, Marcus Zuckerberg is playing this game about like trying to meet girls, right, and and and, and this really yeah, kind of ugly yeah, stuff. Yeah, Have you right. seen uh, the Social Network? You know, but. It leads to I have this. I've not
0: seen the social network. <laughs> You've got to see it. It's got. Face man. Uh, anyway, go ahead. I, you know the thing is, I'm kind of like a movie about social media. You will watch it and be like, "Help
1: me!" Here's here's what happens: is you come out and you're like the Winklevoss twins. No, <laughs> you need to give them their money. You need to give the Winklevoss twins their money. That's what I that's
0: What I, I'm like. I'm sorry. I almost cussed. I know we just had we just had the complaining corner. We're back in the complaining <laughs> but, corner here.
1: <laughs> but you know, but I think like they're playing with stuff and they're thinking about yeah, it and they're yeah. they're making these connections and and I think if we can harness that yeah. and, and I think if we can shift to that digital pioneer attitude versus yeah. the digital dinosaur, we'd have less problems. Well and isn't
0: everybody kind of a digital pioneer like like th- i remember the big th- like i never had a myspace yeah but i remember when my and then myspace went away like that and and then i remember when facebook used to just be for old people yep. <laughs> yeah right and now it then it went back to kids now it's exactly. back to old people. people and now it's like snapchat and instagram and... i actually don't know very many kids on twitter like yeah. you know yeah. and so i think the the interesting thing is so how do you how do, like we we're grown. Yep. We both have gray in our hair and yes. in our beard in yes. my case. Um we can make a nuanced approach to digital media. How do we teach kids to make that same nuance? You know, approach? I think
1: I think we we provide space to do things that we know kids want to do. Okay. Right? Brain breaks. So in that brain break you could check your cell phone. Mm-hmm. You could check your text, mm-hmm. right? Because this stuff is coming in, right? Mm-hmm. We know. Kids are like, oh, mom was going to text me when uh, if to let me know if I need to ride home with my buddy, right? Or or just this, or checking in, right? It's really the right. same thing that kind of we do as adults. You know, when when adults would like to check the newspaper, let me check the newspaper, see what's yeah. going on. Yeah. For a lot of them... They're checking Buzzfeed. They're checking Facebook, which yep. I think, or Facebook or their Instagram. That's like their newspaper. Yeah. That's their news. Yeah.
0: It's real. Except, close. except that they, they we couldn't interact with the newspaper. That's right. Right, and we couldn't, we couldn't reach out and smack someone. <laughs> and if we did, we got in trouble. Got in trouble. So then, how do we square the the social aspect of? I think of, there's
1: conversations about media. empathy. I think it's the same conversations that we used to have about why we don't say mean things behind people's back. Right. Right? And I talked to the kids when we started doing blogging for the Challenge-Based Learning. I was right. like, you don't want to be an internet gangster. We don't want internet gangsters, <laughs> right? And they <laughs> were like, what, what do you mean it is internet gangster? And I was like, you know this type, the type who will say stuff on the internet that they would never say to your face. Yeah. Right? And I think having kids see the internet as a real space, yeah, where people mm. have feelings, yeah, 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 and, and take it personal, and 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 discouraging anonymity, yeah, right? It, it gets too easy to be, uh, to be you Minecraft
0: s- one six seven five yeah. eight nine, and then I talk trash to you, yeah, all and day. you can say anything we we want when people don't know who you are.
1: That's right, and it's having integrity, yeah, and it's saying that if I put my voice out there, I'm I own these words, yep. I own, And I think if we teach kids that, that's a deeper message about yeah. life, about no, that's ownership right. that's of right. that's our right.
0: words. That's right. And
1: it, it says, I don't just pop off. I don't just say things to say yeah. things. I'm thoughtful about yeah. my words, yeah. right? Because like you said, it's it's quick. They're impatient. But I think we need to teach them to be a little more patient mm-hmm. about what they're posting. Right. Read through it. Make sure it makes sense. Yeah. Right? Some of this stuff you can't even edit. It, yeah. you, it, you just put it up there. Yeah. It's it's your voice,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you got to take pride in it. You got to take ownership in it. And I think helping kids understand the uh, how this stuff lives forever, like yeah. we were talking about that this stuff doesn't go away. Yeah, and it's a representation. If if they understand that it's going to your tweets are going to the Smithsonian
0: <laughs> Library of Congress,
1: Library of Congress. Sorry, <laughs> your tweets are going to the Library yeah. of Congress. There is a record is there, of what you're is doing. Is there a
0: concern though that it gets harder to put the cat back in the bag because we now have a chief executive who tweets whatever he wants, whether whether it can be verified with evidence or not, um, regardless of all that kind of stuff. So how do we how do we square this stuff when when they're learning it from high places?
1: You know, I think. I think that goes back. I ultimately feel like it's conversation. It still comes down. It to still the comes dialogue, down to you know, a dialogue about yeah. how we go about this stuff because I think it's like anything. People wrote nasty notes. Yeah. When we were in school, uh, teachers, you guys might remember this when we were kids. <laughs> we used to write these things. We they were called notes. notes. Ever the mash notes. The all yeah. the little. things. The ones things that you folded up
0: all crazy. Folded up all yeah. crazy.
1: Puss passing them across the room. Yep. We were still communicating with each other.
0: Yeah, we were. We were Found still off task. Found a way. We weren't focused, and there was no digital So if, we, it, so if we've N. learned anything, is it is that our young people, are they'll adapt to they whatever will adapt. it is that we'll do. And uh, and maybe by attempting to really put a stranglehold on their access to this stuff, really we're sort of like driving it into a smaller space where it's happening. The thing that I, I really thought was probably the most powerful thing you've said in that – is that they have to start treating these virtual spaces as real spaces, um, as opposed to this place where it's like your alter ego. It's like you're living in that life that you just kind of fantasize. Yeah, that that's a life. Yeah. That's a person you want to be. If we start sort of saying that no, this is actually a real space, um, and I don't know how many times you got to tell kids that yeah, this person got lost lost a scholarship because of a Twitter. Uh, because of a tweet. Sorry, now I'm sounding old. Um, and, you know, this person didn't get a job because their Instagram was looked up and all that kind of stuff. And you want to play to that lowest common denominator. But you do have to say, well, this is actually a thing. Just like if you stand out on Spear Boulevard and, and yell, yell abusive things, there's going to be a consequence. A right? Uh, right? Just like, And it's a real repercussion. Just like the repercussion of posting something hateful on social media. Yeah. And that kind of thing. We've seen it happen before, right? You know,
1: and, and I think it goes back to it's like uh, Milo Yannia Popoulos. Right? whatever. Yannopoulos, maybe Yannopoulos yeah, or whatever. But, but I like Yanni Apopoulos When he's when he's you're, you're like encouraging people yeah. to attack uh uh Leslie Jones, right? Yeah. He he's encouraging it and he's like, Well why? Why would Twitter ban me? You know, they push me out, they don't respect my free speech. <laughs> You can't say whatever you want everywhere. And yeah. that's what I like about Twitter is Twitter is like, you got to use your real name.
0: Yeah. This yep. is a real thing. Yep. This Somewhere is not, your real name has to be Has to be yeah. a
1: part of this. You yep. have to be trackable. Yeah. Because, you know, I, it creates this space where people get feel like, I can say whatever I want. Yeah. And that's not realistic. No. You know, like people are so concerned about freedom of speech. You can't say whatever you yeah. want. You, yeah, you can exactly. say these words, but don't be surprised when I call you racist. Yeah,
0: exactly. And don't get mad. Exactly. Right?
1: And, you know, and I think about the whole big picture and you mentioned putting the cat back in the bag. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. We we are trying to yeah. stuff that every year. Yeah. This is not, cell phones are not going away. You know, and I think about, like, uh, I've, I've mentioned this before, I went to see Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. has the lead line bags. Yeah. We went to see Chris Rock on uh, Friday night. Okay. Chris Rock had the, we had to lock our phones up. They were locked wow. up the whole time we were wow. there. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so, and I think, you know, and they're doing it to protect their, you know, work yep. to say, you know, I want it to be a surprise for yes. when someone comes to see me. Yeah. I want you to be surprised. Yep. I don't want people taking my jokes. Yeah. And I get that. And I understand that, you know, but again, I feel like you're fighting a losing battle. Yeah, for you sure. You know, and, unless, and, and schools are at a disadvantage because Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, they got a big budget for their shows, right? And so they can afford a thousand, uh, $200 lead yeah. line bag. Yeah. There in the school, we can't, we talk about painting walls so signals can't come in. Yeah. Right? But as soon as something happens, <laughs> kids get alerts. Yeah. And, uh, abduction. Uh, and you, uh, have you been in a
0: class where so the kids get an Amber Alert? Yep. And everybody, on my phone, I'm like, yeah. everybody's well, going we, we on. Well, we got kids. We want to know. We want to like, know, wanna what's, know what's, what's going on. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And I think that, you know, one of the things that we, that we don't spend enough time talking about in any school is responsible use of this stuff. It's like we're hoping that it'll just go away um, or we're hoping that if we just sanction it to the point of frustration that they just won't even want to use them. And And I think that that doesn't, fulfill our obligation to prepare them for being 21st century adults That's right. 21st century adults like i was telling my kids today like we used to watch the jetsons right and oh, like <laughs> and i was like you guys know how the jetsons talk to each other they're like yeah through like screens i was like i know that seemed crazy for us like that you could actually uh, uh, speak fa- to someone FaceTime? and see them looking at it. now i got facetime on my phone and it's like it's real we live it's in real it. we're, we're living in it like we're ahead of the jetsons we, we we don't have the cars that fly the same way um but that's a world that we're living in right now and there's and i think that more than anything just like we want to teach them how to respond be responsible with the written word with what they read with what they watch yep. with how they interact in person you know uh digital literacy is another one of those things that yep. we that we are um obligated to to deal with and and it's not an easy answer and if we're saying college ready <laughs> re- I college went to college, ready. and when yeah.
1: cell phones were just coming about, yep. people were on them. I believe they're probably on them even more. I think yep. about those big survey classes yep. where you're at the very far back. Oh man! If Nobody I, knows if what I you're never doing. understood how to control my cell phone use, yeah. I'm hurt yeah. when I get to college. See, when I was in college,
0: people didn't have cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> people just
1: didn't have cell phones. Have, like, but you know, like, and I think probably, probably while I was there, let's see. I finished up in 2001, summer of 2001. Mm-hmm. So I bet, you know, it was starting to creep in, yeah. but not like it Some is Some people had them, but it not definitely like it wasn't. Is today. Everybody's got a cell phone but, now. But, you know, I, I just wonder, like, what happens to them? Because the kids mm-hmm. haven't learned that skill, yeah. right? And, and 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 again, I, you know, I think we have a space where we can teach them stuff.
0: Yep. Well, no
1: harm, no foul. Yep. No harm, no foul here, right? Yep. Or not as much for our high schoolers. But when you get to college and you're paying for it, mm. and, and you're like, Dang, I fell that class because I was on Snapchat
0: all the time. And,
1: and I, if they had only had a rule that I couldn't have my phone out, <laughs> if they had only
0: told me. But right? that that does become the conversation, and so that's why we need to have a more nuanced dialogue with kids and more of a a focus on why is it that we're here. And um, how can you leverage these technologies for your success, not for – simply for your entertainment. entertainment because right? this is your life right now. Like, you're going to be – able...
1: yeah, yeah. I think that's an important point is that the, it, it's a powerful device. Yeah. It can entertain you and it can st- – give you all the information. <laughs> and inspirational... it can absolutely
0: derail your yeah. life ambitions. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it can do all of this stuff. And it's, I always tell the kids, it's the most powerful computer we have in the world. Better than our little Chromebooks. Oh, man.
0: man. Better than our duo. Wait, our better than our Chromebooks? <laughs> better than Chromebooks? Remember when you didn't have a computer and you had to use a Chromebook? That was funny. Don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> bring that up. My computer is dying over here, and I'm hoping that no. I mean, we're good with battery, but like, but, man, it's like yeah. crazy. But yeah, so I mean, I think that that's the thing. Now, get at us with your ideas around For this question. Um, I mean, I
1: think I don't. I don't know if we have an answer, and I, I, you know, I think this is something that we struggle with, but I don't think it's going away.
0: No, I think and, you're right,
1: and I don't know as if, if we can legislate it away. No. Through rules, regulations. I I think we've got a We've got to. Help the kids see different... It's like we everything that we do. We do. And, and in
0: a very real way, we're competing with these platforms. Like, I think I'm probably not as interesting to them as their Snapchat, but... You know, I've got to figure out a way to reach this group that, as you said, it's not that they're willfully making a decision that, oh, Munoz, you're just yeah. you're just old and tired. Their brains are just wired differently. They're wi- and, they work differently. And, you know, some of y'all aren't veteran teachers out there, but, like, there's a very different way the kids engaged class 18 years ago than, than there is now. In the
1: 11 years that I have been a teacher, I've yeah. seen the
0: change. I'm like...
1: Oh this wow! Is a big it, it, point. it makes sense that there's certain Major that, turning point. that kids I would see that they'd be able to do and kind of function. Um, I've noticed it in the all school meeting how video draws them in. Yeah, and they're like, that, that's what'll finally yeah. stop their side conversation. Yep. yep, it's like oh, it's like the screen is there. And the quick ones, the short ones the, are yeah. like two
0: minutes long. And if they're longer than that, <laughs> yeah. Look well, and you know, I even feel like I've been affected by some of this. Like, I'll be looking for a video on something. And I'm like seven minutes. Ain't nobody got time for that. But when you but think about exactly. That. It's like, and,
1: and and when I first started, like think about those Crash Course videos, of John Green. Yeah. Those are like fifteen minutes.
0: Yeah, they're long. And, and they were, and he
1: was fast. And he's and he was hard was to do. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: but not great for English language learners. I so feel like
1: it has decreased even from that.
0: Yeah. Right. And and, and they mm-hmm. want it.
1: Instantaneously, yeah. and I think we got to understand that if 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 they hate the customer analogy, right? Yeah, I feel like I hate whenever we make it a business. But if that's what our customers want, we got to think about yeah. what do we put in front of
0: them. I mean, it has implications, right? Like, so it isn't that we need to all of a sudden make all of our um, all of our lessons into vines, yeah. Right. And yeah. Rest in peace, Vine. Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but it's not that we. That's not what we're calling on people <laughs> to do. But I think what we do have to do is okay. So if we're gonna have punitive. Consequences, what are the implications? If we're going to continue to teach in 2017 the way we taught in 1999, what are the implications Mm -hmm. of that and what are the potential pitfalls? Um, What are the good things about it? There's some good things about trying to keep things kind of old fashioned, but I I think that all this stuff has implications and if we're trying to support our students, then how do, how does our attitude towards technology support students in the world they're going into and that they're already living in?
1: Yeah, and I think we can always say, you know, like, this is space right now. If we're going to we're gonna be without our cell phones, right? Yeah. Remember people used to play the game at dinner where yeah. they'd stack their cell yeah. phones, yep. right? Yep. And we, I think I tried that, like, for a minute. Like, it's just that I tried it. <laughs> and the kids were like, some kids, like, rocked with it and yep. then others were like, this dumb, you know? They're but like, I, even, I think it's... It's that process of, of learning how to deal with it, right? And I think that was the evolution of the dinner game. Is People yeah. are like, I don't feel like we're connecting in the same way. Yep. Right? I don't feel like I'm, I'm connected to, connect. to you in the same way. And so I think if we say, this is a space where we're connecting, this is a space where it's all right if you're connected with that other stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but I think having them understand that there's a difference yeah. and that they're in control of that, it's yeah. not us. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be them. Yeah.
0: That's mm-hmm. right. That's good stuff. Yeah. Interesting. I saw your ID fell off again, Once so again. that must mean it's time to go. Uh, so <laughs> well, we, let's get, it. Let's get <laughs> out Must be here. it. So one quick plug. Um, you may remember a few weeks ago we had our uh, young people from Challenge 5280. Uh, big congratulations to the DCIS team and DPS that won. Our students um, are putting on a conference this coming Saturday, yep. March 11th. Um, It is called Reclaiming Color, and they are looking at ways to um, engage issues of racial justice as they play out in schools. Your two dope teachers will be there. Definitely. Um, And uh, and we'll be talking a little bit about what's happening there. And uh, if you're interested in signing up, go on Facebook. Look for Reclaiming Color. You can also go to tinyurl slash reg2017. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. uh, So so check it out. We'll post it. Um, We'll post it on the page. I'll post it on the page. Yeah, <laughs> Here I am, we. Yeah, we're going to get right on that. I'll post it on the page and um, and you can check it out. So um, this is another example of students really, really um, taking leadership in in their community. So uh, shout out to all those kids who will yeah, be attending super proud. this Can't weekend. I understand excited. that there will be an actor from Orange is the new black and
1: Joe Salazar. Joe
0: Salazar, representative Joe Salazar, who has been on the forefront of a lot of our social um, debates yep. these days. He yep. will be there, um, as well as two dope teachers. Yeah. So um, so it should be a great Saturday. yeah. We invite you to Eight be there. Eight to two. Eight to two. Uh, free food. For Food, um, free food, so, free breakfast, free lunch. They free said. Free lunch. Yep, so. that's what they said. So and international. I think it's yeah, going to be international yeah, yeah. food. So, um, so excellent. Uh, you can hit us up on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the Facebook, and through old fashioned email teachers at gmail.com. dot Anything you want to say and as a parting shot. Uh, just uh,
1: if you, I would love to hear your thoughts about digital natives yes. and kind of what you guys are doing to work with phones and. Absolutely. A progressive policy that you feel like is working, and then uh, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. You know this work is hard. It's not easy. It's stressful. But hey, guess what, folks? Spring is here. Spring is here. We're gonna spring forward this weekend. Is that so this you, weekend? You lose an hour. Are you
0: serious? <laughs> oh, we losing just an hour.
1: Weekend. Oh, I was wondering on that. It's See? not
0: even spring yet.
1: We're there. I, I think it's March twelfth. That's what I saw. Ugh. But then that means the spring breaks around the corner. Yeah, we're one hour closer
0: to spring break. There we go. It's good stuff. That's you're giving a, up an hour. You
1: gotta find the positive. You gotta in those find Those little the places
0: that you. Can't. Yeah, I mean, we're under three months away from the end of the year, so it's like this year has flown there. by. Like, really? man. I, I, I guess in a way, I don't yeah, it right. it has gone quick in the sense that I have so much left to cover. I know you're always like it's ticking No, no. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. Um, you know, stay strong out there. We know yeah. that these are times when there's a lot of pressure and a lot of accountability, yeah. and um, and y'all know that you are. Dope. Yes, and it. so we invite you to, to stay, stay dope. dope. All right. Oh, that was perfect. Catch you next time. <laughs>